Good morning or good evening, depending on what time you're joining me today. Um, welcome back to our fifty first time listening to Hiccup in a Tent. Thank you very much, either way, for listening. Um, I'm going to talk about a very important topic today. Um, I was supposed to talk about inner child healing, but there's just a few like bits I want to do first, and a few more things that I want to gather, uh, and like some meditations that. I want to do so I can kind of talk about it in more detail so for now um, I'm going to talk about like your sense of self um, and who who I is uh, compared to who we who we think it is I feel like that might be a confusing sentence to some people um, I feel like some people will just understand what I mean straight away um, it's a it's a process I've been going through for a long time, but I feel like recently more than ever, I've just been really feeling it. Like I've been trying really hard to remember that I am just like this being of love and light, and I'm I'm not just Hannah. Like I'm not just this body, um, and like what I look like on the outside, and there's so much more. Um, I find it so much much more magical like when I meet someone and they're like you've got great energy or like you've got a lovely aura because I just feel like although um you can kind of change your physical appearance to a certain extent it's kind of just what you're born with and um you can only change it so much and obviously you can do whatever you want with your body and you can make it look however way where you want to and how however makes you happy um i find think it's quite fun that we can it's almost like you know when you're playing a game and you get to edit your character i always feel like that's what our body is um it's just like an expression of our soul or our being or however you want to describe it um so i'm kind of going to be talking more about that today so before I get started on that, I do just want to do a quick life update because I feel like my life updates almost like inform you of like why I've been feeling a certain way. Um, and recently, I have been I've been lost like in my body rather than my energy, and I feel like that's the way I was for the longest time until I discovered spirituality and meditation and. I feel like it can be very detrimental, sorry, it can be very detrimental to like your mental health and your physical health, so um, I've been having a really nice time though, like I've been doing a lot of things that I really want to do and I've been just like socialising and being around amazing people and I've been having such a good time but I've been neglecting my spiritual side a bit and that has really showed because I started having like really bad self-confidence and body issues because I started getting lost. I start I stopped meditating for about five days and that makes such a big difference to me. It's like literally insane. Um, and I started getting lost in like my ego and like my body and like I just kept, I don't know if it's because it's been really sunny here in the UK and I've been trying to wear like dresses and tight-fitting stuff or whatever and I, I just felt so uncomfortable in my own body 
Um, I know everyone gets it sometimes and it, it's completely natural. I mean, I think it's heartbreaking that it is because th that's exactly why I want to talk about this today because nobody should ever, ever feel like they're not beautiful the way that they are. There's, there's a complete difference between thinking like, I've put on a bit of weight on my stomach. I, I don't want that. Like, it doesn't make me feel healthy. Um, but it doesn't mean that my body's not beautiful now and I can't wear what I want. That's a completely different mentality to the way I've been feeling up until about yesterday. Like, maybe the day before when I did some Reiki and stuff with my friend. Um, but, like, I've been so lost in that and, like, I was trying to have a good time and then I'd think about my stomach and then I'd like try and hide my stomach or something and when I was younger I had such bad body confidence issues and I didn't do anything about it either like I never um, exercised or like tried to take care of it and now like I exercise basically every day I always do yoga and um, I'm, I look after it a lot better and for me most of the time now like when when I, I see that I still have some fat on my stomach, I don't I don't usually think like, oh, like, I don't want to look like that. I just think, I know that's something I want to change because, like, my body is so important and I know that fat is not healthy rather than it being good or bad or ugly or whatever else. Like, be, <sighs> fat is not ugly like it really isn't and I know that I know that deep down but um I just got lost in that mentality of caring so much about what I look like and what other people thought I look like when actually really nobody looks at you like that anyway and if they do then fuck them anyway because if they're looking at you and judging you then they've got their own issues and they are not a beautiful soul because if you look at someone and think like oh like oh my god they're fat or like oh my god what are they doing with their hair or their clothes and I feel like you've got some sorting out to do because um we're not here to judge other people's lives and experiences who cares if you don't care like if you don't like what someone's wearing it's literally not about that at all um and I feel like for the longest time because I lived with um a parent that's quite judgmental about things um without even meaning to be uh, I think it's just the way that she grew up that that um, for the longest time I kind of had that mentality but more like inwards about myself um, obviously because I was treating myself like that and I thought it was normal to treat yourself like that and judge yourself there was times where I judged other people and um, I'm so glad I'm not that person anymore and and it, it, it's kind of like human nature almost like to get lost in that and that's why it's so important to be able to differentiate between who you are um, like as a soul as a spirit as a being as energy compared to who you are like your name um, your job what you look like because I feel like the more you fall into the trap of what you look like um, and you fall into like, you know, like the capitalism or commercialism of like having to buy loads of makeup to look good and whatever else. And don't get me wrong, I'm genuinely not saying there is anything wrong with that if you enjoy that and you also are working on your energy and it doesn't control your life um, and you're still happy. But um, I'm talking from experience now and I know 
it's not the only I'm not the only person but um, a lot of people are lost in how they look and it affects their whole lives and that's why that's why there's eating disorders that's why people have such bad body confidence issues and it happens in men and women but I feel like I am a lot more able to talk about it in women because well firstly because I am a woman and, and secondly because I can see like how how it can be so tough for women like as in like social media and the news and like if you ever like saw them stupid magazines like okay or whatever and they're like oh my god Adele has lost x amount of pounds look at her now or like I don't know some celebrity has put on this amount amount of weight (laughs) hiccup (laughs) like oh my god like what the hell like why is it why on earth is it normal in the public eye to judge women anyone anyone anywhere but but women especially for their weight it shouldn't even be a conversation it should not be published in a magazine for millions and millions of people to see so if a child a little girl is going into a somewhere and sees a magazine like that and starts reading it she's automatically going to think oh should I be judging my own weight like and then that is where like everything starts and I just feel like it's so important and I think it's important from childhood to teach this but obviously the school system isn't going to teach this because the school system is shit but that's also a conversation for another day (laughs) um but it I just think like what we should have been taught compared to what we are taught is so different I feel like in school we're almost like trained to to work in careers and um contribute to society when there's much more to us than being able to contribute money and make the the world go around um like that like money wise if if you get what I mean I feel like in this podcast I'm always like do you know what I mean like like people can actually answer me but I can't help it (laughs) I feel like some people will be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, wait, that, that completely got me off topic. So yeah, so yeah, so what I want to talk about today today is like the I am and who who am I really and how like spirituality and meditation and, and yoga as well. Um, a lot of these things can help you come into yourself and realise who you are, like accept your physical body. I'm not saying your physical body isn't important, but it, it really shouldn't be the main the main feature of the show of your life. Like, it is really only just a small part of who you are, and your soul is so important. And, and this is why I really struggle with, like, racism and homophobia and everything, because you cannot choose what, what your body looks like. You cannot choose who you were born as, as a human being, like what body you're born in, what skin colour you're born in, what sexuality you're born in, like you are just a beautiful soul living a human experience, so if you're born as a woman and you love a man, it's not even necessarily about a woman loving a man or a man loving another man or a woman loving another woman or, or anything like that, it's literally about two two souls connecting, like like that's why that's why people are attracted to certain people it's about the energy that they give off 
um, like the human body only has a tiny part um, to do with that and I think that's why racism and stuff exists because people don't like to uh, racism and like homophobia and all that kind of stuff because people don't like don't like to not understand what they don't know and I really don't understand that I feel like it's so close-minded and um, when you look at it from a different perspective as in the way I'm trying to talk about it today I feel like it's so much easier to realize how fucking stupid and dumb racism and homophobia and stuff is because like your human body is like one tiny part of who you are like it, it's literally your soul like it's your soul that really attracts people and makes people stay and that's what love is if if love is only external if love is only you loving someone for the way they look then that's never going to be true love like that's not going to last or it's going to be toxic because as soon as you put everything on the way someone looks then that's going to change over time um nobody can look the same way forever and nobody can keep up that certain appearance for the rest of their life so it's going to end um whereas if you love someone for the energy for the soul then that's always going to be there it might change it might grow it might diminish depending on how you look after your own energy um but you can definitely grow together as souls um rather than like bodies um so I found that for the longest time I just associated myself with the way I looked and that made me so unhappy because like I said like if you if you put all your happiness um and like self-worth and like who I am on the way that you look and nothing else then you're in for a bad time because you could get a disease where you can't walk or you could get a disease where it changed the shape of your face or um anything like that and then suddenly that's all your self-worth gone because who I am has completely changed whereas actually it hasn't because you could have a disease or an illness and you're still the exact same person and the people who are going to love you for that still will and anyone that doesn't well they're just not the right person anyway so there's that side of it as well and I've been reading Eckhart Tolle he's like a spiritual teacher um, he wrote something called Oneness with All Life and I just want to read an excerpt from this because I feel like it explains it so well so let me just find it so, so, so equating the physical sense perceived body with I the body that is destined to grow old wither and die always leads to suffering sooner or later to refrain from identifying with the body doesn't mean that you neglect, despise or no longer care for it. If it is strong, beautiful or vigorous, you can enjoy and appreciate those attributes while they last. You can also improve the body's condition through right nutrition and exercise. If you don't equate the body with who you are, when beauty fades, vigour diminishes or the body becomes incapacitated, this will not affect your sense of worth or identity in any way. In fact, as the body begins to weaken, the formless dimension, the light of consciousness, can shine more easily through the fading form. And when I'm talking about ego, um, he also explains ego quite well, so I'm just going to read out like this little bit as well. So, ego arises when your sense of beingness, of I am, which is formless consciousness, gets mixed up with form, so your physical body. So this is a meaning of identification. This is forgetfulness of being, the primary error, 
the illusion of absolute separateness that turns reality into a nightmare. Ego is always identification with form, with the physical body, seeking yourself and thereby losing yourself in some form. Forms are not just material objects and physical bodies. More fundamental than the external forms, things and bodies are the thought forms that continuously arise in the field of consciousness. So I find that so beautiful way of explaining it and like, I feel like if you get it, you get it. Um, if you don't, let's talk. <laughs> because I just think it's so important to realise that we are just so much more. And the more you work on your inner self and your energy, the less you care about your physical appearance. Like, I went from being this person that wore fake eyelashes and fake tan and I thought I had to look a certain way if I ever went out. Like, I wouldn't go on a night out without putting makeup on, even though I always hated putting makeup on and it didn't feel right for me, but I still did it. Um, to feeling just so beautiful, like, without... I don't have to wake up in the morning and go straight to the mirror and think about what I look like because because what is so important to me is what I feel like and again I just want to stress so much that if you want to go and put makeup on and you love doing that do it do it but always just please make sure you're doing it for the right reasons and not because you couldn't go somewhere without makeup or you wouldn't feel beautiful or, or valued without it because that is that that's where the problem starts and um obviously I would say there's some girls uh, and boys obviously that absolutely love doing that and then there's some people that do it because they, they don't know better or they don't know that it doesn't matter um like don't know better as in like like they, they don't realize that like um it, when you talk a certain way your whole life like if you, you're surrounded by people who put makeup on and judge people for the way that they look then that's all you're gonna know and it's sometimes hard to break through that because your ego is comfortable being in your human form and focusing on that. But like Eckhart, like Eckhart Tolle says, like the more you focus on that, the more unhappiness your reality is going to be. And that's why there's, there's so many like mental illnesses around like confidence and body and anxiety because people feel uncomfortable in the body because they're not happy because they're putting all of I am on that on that physical body when when it's not and I feel like it's very important to teach people the difference between the two and it's very important to think about it on a regular basis and that's why for me meditation is very good everyone's got their own form of meditation um if you can't meditate, there's other ways of going about it. Like you could run and do a meditation where you just focus on your breath and your like your, your body moving and your energy and you could listen to something or you could write down. Or like there's so, there's so many different forms of meditation that can work, but it's important to sometimes disconnect from reality and reconnect to your energy um, and yourself and your sense of self and who you are. Um, rather than constantly being like really really busy and I guess that's what um, my last podcast was about like resting and stuff because it's so important if we're constantly keeping ourselves busy externally it's harder and harder to remember um, that there's more to us than just this physical form because we we don't we're not giving ourselves the time to ever reconnect 
Um, so obviously a daily practice is amazing. A daily practice isn't always um, something that's available to everyone. But the more you bring it into your life, the more you'll want to do it. Whether that's um, through exercise, through journaling, through just sitting still, through listening to a guided meditation because um, sometimes guided meditations are really good. It doesn't matter if you never sit quote-unquote in silence um, as long as you're making that effort. And I also feel like a lot of people have such a misconception of meditation. Like we cannot stop our mind from thinking. Our mind will just think because that's what it does. It's processing things all the time, especially in this day and age where there's so much stuff to process all of the time. Um, that it, it can't just be quiet, but the more you try and force it to be quiet, the more you're going to hate meditation because it's not about that. It's almost like sitting there, acknowledging that sometimes your thoughts are there, uh, even if you get lost in them for a minute, and then, but then you bring yourself back bring yourself back to the guided meditation or to your breath or to whatever you were doing and um, over time it gets easier and more peaceful and over time like sometimes in meditations I've learned some amazing self-realizations because it's a time where I sit and give myself time to listen to my my body and and my thoughts and uh, I feel like the more you listen to the thoughts the more you can tell what thoughts to give time to and what thoughts are just habitual or like taught from others ones that you don't want to give time to so for instance for me the past few days keep on listening to that thought in my head saying like I'm not good enough that I'm not beautiful because my, my stomach isn't in the place that I want it to be and and what, whatever else and um, I feel like most of the time we know we know that that's not even what we want to think or what we really think, but we don't know how to break free from that. Um, yoga is also a really good way to uh, break free from that as well because yoga is not about being strong and flexible. Like I feel like now in like Western culture and stuff, it's really come to that and a lot of people think like, I can't do that, I have to be so strong, but yoga like originally and what it's meant for is to connect your your mind your body and your soul like um and be able to come to that stillness in your body while still like doing poses and it can be hard you can do different kinds of yoga more than caring about what your pose looks like but it's supposed to be about how you feel it's about like reconnecting to each part of your body um i feel like how how often do you think about each finger or each toe or like each separate part of your body and how how often do you take time to move to move them in like a a freeing and flowing and in good way how often do you take time to stretch each part of your body and I'd say for most people um the answer is not that often or sometimes not at all um and the body is an important thing to look after because the more you feel good in your body um, from the right nutrition and exercise, um, that feeds your soul. Um, so I'm talking about like caring for it in um, like a nutritional way and it, like when you do exercise and the more you do exercise, the right exercise for you, 
the more you'll feel good in yourself because it feels good to move your body and strengthen your body. Um, exercise is different for every single person and it might just be that going for a walk is enough for you and that feels good for you and it feels amazing to stretch your legs and you know like that's why I think yoga is very good um, good for anyone because there's a way to access yoga no matter what what um, what what your level is like there's always a way um, I'm training to be a yoga teacher and I really want to stress the importance of that and um, I want to do classes that are accessible to everyone because if I wanted to do one pose um, I could show anyone in a way that they could do it for them like one pose isn't just one pose and if you can't do it that's it like there's always a way you can you can find that pose for you whether you've got a disability whether you can, just can't move that way whether you're not strong enough yet um, and I also feel like a lot of it is time. I feel like in, especially in this world, we want everything so quickly that we forget that good things take time and they really do. Like I've been doing yoga now for, since January, I've been doing 365 days of yoga, but I've also been doing yoga before that. I'm still nowhere close to doing the splits or doing any of that stuff. Like I'm very, very far away. And I know it's going to take me a long time to get there, but um, that you're never going to get any closer unless you try. And and it's fun to see your progress. But like, um, I feel like if you go on Google and like type like how to lose weight, it always says like how to lose weight in one week, how to lose weight in two weeks. Like you really can't rush anything like that. Um, it's something that takes a lot of time and persistent effort and. I feel like it took me a long time to understand that. I feel like I've got a bit sidetracked from who I am right now and started talking about that. But I just feel like, um, although I'm telling you that who I am is not your physical body, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't care for your physical body. There's a difference between the two. Um, I feel like it's very important to talk about that as well. And I feel like uh, the last thing I kind of want to talk about in this topic is... Um, just another excerpt that I read in, in an, a different book that I have. So this one is called 101 Essays That Will Change the Way You Think. It's by Bryna Weist. Weist, I think. Bryna Weist. Anyway, it's a fucking amazing book and I would recommend anyone to get it. I'm going to like put, put it on my story like uh, on Instagram. Uh, like I'll probably save the story like book, really good books to read if you want to think about things differently or just explore more of more of your mind I guess and more of your being like I could read the uh, me me and my flatmate read these all the time like they're amazing and um I opened it on this one today and I just felt like right I was like I need to record a podcast on this because there's too many signs right now um of me not of of what's going on in my head and everything and feel like whenever I record a podcast um however amazing it is for other people to listen to it it's also amazing for me because um it's like a reminder for myself to because I always listen to it back before I post it and um I feel like it's an awesome reminder for myself to to remember these things just as well as 
to talk about it with other people so i'm just going to read this out because i think it's really beautiful and it's really um it's a really good way of describing exactly what i've been talking about and how amazing it would be if everyone um lived in this like sense of reality of course everyone's different and some people aren't going to get this at all and um i think it's beautiful that everyone's unique but i just think like for the people that need to hear it and want to hear it um it it's a very beautiful gateway to become even more happier and freer so i'll just read this out to you now it's a little bit long but i feel like it's so cool to think about um it's very like mind opening so <clears throat> it's called if we saw souls instead of bodies so if we could see souls instead of bodies what would be beautiful what is the first thing people would know about you what would you be most afraid of them seeing? Who would you impress and who would you love? What would you adjust as you walk past a mirror? What kind of work would you be in? What would your goals be? How would you strive to be better if what you collected in the bank or put on your body or attached next to your name on a business, bleh, on a business card no longer affected what people saw? Would you spend your time in gyms and stores or in libraries and temples? Who would you let yourself fall in love with? What would your type be? Tall, dark and handsome or creative, kind and self-aware? Who would you idolise and what? How much of our governing body would be fit to lead? Who would we make famous? Who would we celebrate? Would we restructure our value system pr to prioritise the things that bring us true, pre true peace and desire, not just better than the norm? What would we do with all that money if we weren't spending it on decorating and changing and convincing everybody else that we are aware we really aren't? How would we define success as who gathers the most shit around their souls or who is transformed the most and shines the brightest? What would it be like if our priority was to just become lightness? What kindness and joy and healing and rawness would come of the journey there? What would happen if we could see people not as bad but as blocked. If we could see the ways they packed away their pain, or how they hold a belief that keeps them away from being kind to others, how they are unaware that those issues even exist. What if we weren't afraid of the ways that people are different than us? That's literally what I was talking about before. Um, what would happen if we realised our bodies never wanted anything more than to feel connected and out acted out of nothing more than their false ideas of being separate, different, exiled, the odd one out, the almost but not good enough? What would happen if we embraced our desire to play out and finagle with our individualism but eventually returned to the knowing that we are all just energy fields? And where would we be if we, we realised that we were all from the same one? What would happen if we realised we really weren't that different at all? Um, I'm going to leave you with that. Um, feel free to listen back to that as much as you need to because I feel like I needed to reread that a lot of times because the more you listen to it or read it like the more you get it like deeper and deeper um, I find that really beautiful and um, as always if you want to talk about anything I'm always um, free on my Instagram but when I check it um, and thank you so much for listening and um whoops i just accidentally dropped something and um, please share this to anyone that you think it could help or 
may resonate with it or um, anyone that you think just needs to hear it. Um, Thank you again for listening. Um, Remember, you are a beautiful soul and a beautiful person.